Welcome everyone to Trust the Process. We are doing our first episode remote, meaning I am in the studio, quote unquote. Mike is at his house. Yep. And Skylar's in his truck, I believe. Subaru. Oh, it, oh so yeah, that's right. he, he got, no he truck. You get a new anymore. car. I still think you have the truck, but I know you everyone have a does. Even my own mom. <laughs> <laughs> She's the one that sold my truck. Hey man, I remember going and eating Arby's in the bed of your truck with Katie many, many <laughs> moons ago. Do you remember that? Katie who? Uh, probably not. I don't really don't remember that. No, Actually, I don't even think Arby's. we ate Arby's. I think we just parked in the parking lot and we went to like the carnival together that day. Oh, okay. I do remember the carnival. Okay, good. Right. That's where I first met Skylar, where I went along with Katie because she said, oh, my friend Skylar's coming, and I thought it was a girl, and I was single, and I was like, well, I gotta go. I was totally gonna bang Keith. <laughs> he sounded cute, too. Oh, um, my gosh. And then I found out Skylar was a guy, and then I ended up finding out that he's a good guy, so uh, it was all good in the end, but um, here we are. It is... We're recording this on March 19th. Happy birthday to my little sister, Julia. She is 22. Good Lord. Happy birthday, Julia. Taylor Swift. Today's Taylor Swift's birthday? No, no he's saying the, 22. 20, the song 22. Oh, feeling 22. Yeah, I forgot. Remember when we all did that on our 22nd birthdays? Yeah, no. 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 Yeah, no. Every girl that I know did, though. Um, we are sitting here all in our separate entities. And as you already know, practicing social distancing. Yes, we are all practicing our social distancing. Thank you, COVID-19 virus or the coronavirus. Um, I want to go ahead and get off the bat that we're not going to be sitting here doing a whole episode about the coronavirus. You already know everything about it that's been coming out. Just be smart. Don't be dumb. And maybe we'll talk about what we're going to do to buy the time later on in the episode but first we're just gonna go ahead and jump right into this let's talk nfl free agency we've had a lot of news the last couple days especially today um mike what would be the biggest one that jumped out to you of the week or today of the week or the whole week i mean number one free agent everyone knows it's the greatest quarterback of all time tom brady nick Foles. No, not Nick Foles. We'll touch on him later. But um, wait, 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 when wait. Tom Brady... Is Tom Brady really the greatest quarterback of all time? I think so. Yeah, probably. I don't think Unfortunately. so. But go ahead, continue. Wait, wait. Who do you think is the greatest, Keith? Jameis Winston. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Is that what he said? No, he said no, James James Winston. Winston. <laughs> um, Joe Montana. <laughs> no, I'm going with Tom Brady because I actually saw it. that man is something different. But the, everyone says Montana or Brady, which I'll give you slack on that. It's a, it's a debate. But um, he's probably the most efficient quarterback to ever play. Well, Tom Brady still has some years to prove it with his new team in Tampa. So that's true. He could win another Super Bowl or two. For all those people that say he's a system quarterback, this is uh, this is their this time is the time to, to figure it out. We'll see who's the real. We'll see who's the real. I think he's um, past that. I think he was at one point, but I think he's past that I think he now. Is. I think he is, too. I used to be on that train, and I think he's surpassed that. But, yeah, go ahead, And there's Mike. no system that – I mean, you had to have a system, I guess, with Mike Evans and O.J. Howard and Chris Godwin. But, I mean, you if you fail in that system, you're really bad. But we know if we put the best system quarterback of all time in this system, the system's going to thrive. It better. 
That's mm-hmm. what they're thought. I mean, they got the, the second team. best defense down there too to help them out. So I mean, it's not like Tampa's a bad team. Like they're gonna make some noise. Uh, they're in a tough division, obviously, with the Saints and Atlanta and uh, who I, Carolina. Team, I can't remember Carolina. They're not, they're Carolina. Not, yeah, they're not gonna yeah. do anything good this year. They don't even know what to do at quarterback. Yeah, Kyle Allen sucks. But uh, like I was saying, uh, that was the I think the biggest move. Uh, also, we'll find out who's the real genius in New England, whether that was Belichick or Brady, or was it a combination of both. Um, if they both are successful in their now different cities, then it honestly is the greatest head coach quarterback duo of all time. But we'll find out. Um, another surprising new, another surprising move that was done, I'd have to say, was the Rams deciding to cut Todd Gurley today. That was very shocking. I uh, did not expect them to cut their star running back. They just paid over a year and a half ago, two years ago. So that was something very interesting. And he has a few options he can go to, but those are the two I would say surprised me the most. Does he have any knees left, though? That's the thing. That's Yeah, that's the key. I Someone mentioned Jags should sign Todd Gurley. I'm like, no, thank you. I don't want a running back with no knees. I'm good on that. We already have a running back who can't stay healthy, and that's Leonard Fournette. Granted, this year he's played all 16 games, but I'm not taking a running back with banged-up knees. Well, what about you, Skyler? What is, uh, what's touched you? Not any <laughs> bad wording. What, is, uh, what has been most intriguing to you so far in this last week? Well, now you just triggered a bunch of bad memories, but... Um, <laughs> no, I mean, obviously the Tom Brady situation is pretty unique to follow. Um. Well, shoot. I that, that's the only main thing sticking out right now. Uh, I other than all the Jags moves I've been keeping up with, I, you know, they um, the cornerback from Dallas that was where did he end up going? Byron Jones. Byron Jones. They did, did he go to Philly? I don't remember. I literally just saw it earlier today. I can't remember where he went. There have been so many moves the last three days. I don't even yeah, know who went I mean, where. I, uh, Calais to Baltimore, too, is even a like a move, I think. is That's just good for both. Oh, no. Byron like Jones Baltimore. went to Miami. He went to Miami. Okay, went to Miami. Okay. Okay, and Philly just got Darius Slay, I guess. Yes, Philly got Darius Slay. That happened to the, uh, late last night, early this morning. Yeah. There's just been so many moves. I think that's the most shocking thing. Um, and then – also, the fact that they can't really announce them, or we, we're probably like delaying some of the moves because of obviously the lack of travel. But yeah, just I like seeing how active it is right now. But big seeing big names like Tom Brady is pretty interesting. It'll be fun to see uh, how that plays out. And then also, I just can't wait to watch the demise of New England. Hopefully. Oh gosh. And yeah. Stephon Diggs in Buffalo will be interesting. You know, he threw a hissy fit with Kirk Cousins as his uh, quarterback. I don't think he'll that, be yeah, happy actually, with Josh that's Allen. Actually, that's a good one, Skyler. When Diggs went to Buffalo, that's actually a very good one. I didn't think about that one. That, that happened early on in the week. That was shocking. I mean, the memes that are coming out about Josh Allen overthrowing Diggs is going to be really funny. <laughs> well, what about what about Phil Rivers to Indy? Oh, I hate that so much. I hate, I hate that so much. <laughs> I can't stand I'm, that. I don't want to watch him twice a year. Yeah, it was always once a year because we always ended up playing the Chargers. And yeah. now it's going to be twice a year. And, I, yeah, I'm right there with you. I can't stand that guy. 
I mean, he's going to torch us for one year. It's not going to be – and we're not going to do anything next year, so it doesn't matter. Let Indianapolis have their one-year success. They'll draft their replacement and then move on. It won't matter after two years. Uh, I don't I see mean, Phil Rivers I, they, being they that great. I mean, they could. I think with the way the division's shaping up, like DeAndre Hopkins gone from Houston. Yeah, that's a big one we missed uh, there. Too. That, that, right, I just – as we're talking about it, now it's all coming. That was shocking to me. DeAndre got traded to the – Fourth to the, round um, pick, right? The Cardinals for David Johnson and a second round pick, I think. A second round or a fourth pick round. I don't remember. And a fourth rounder in 2021, I believe. Yeah, it was absolutely a terrible trade for Houston. I cannot believe they got David Johnson, who can't even stay healthy either, coming to Houston. Oh, I just I was so caught off guard. I was laughing so hard. I think it was Monday because I had taken off Monday from, from work and just stayed at home, and I just saw that come in, and I was dying laughing when I saw that they traded away DeAndre Hopkins. And now I'm trying to get unblocked by DeAndre Hopkins on Twitter because now he will be going head-to-head against Jalen Ramsey twice a year. That team's going to be fun to watch with Kyler. And oh, yeah, Arizona? Arizona's yeah. looking like a contender in that division now with uh, another stud receiver. I'm so Seattle's cool. still pretty tough, but, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, Seattle and San Fran. I think L.A. Rams now might be the worst team in that division, which is perfect for the Jaguars. Yes. It's a shame Dante Fowler isn't still there, so we can make fun of him too. Hey, he oh, he's on the Falcons him. now, so we can make fun of JJ and BZ and all that yeah. for having Dante Fowler. <laughs> yeah, speaking of the Falcons, they've literally traded away their entire roster, it seems, or just released them. It's up in Atlanta. Yeah, I wonder if they get rid of Julio Jones next. Oh, Oof. I don't think they. I don't think you can do that. I think you get rid of Matt Ryan Bro, before you do that. If you, if the Texans can get rid of DeAndre Hopkins, anything can happen. But that's. Diff- I feel like it's still different. Julio Jones is different. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's, I think the talent level is the same, but I think the respect Atlanta has for Jones is much better than – I feel like oh. McNair has more respect for Bill O'Brien than he does his players, whereas that's true. Arthur Blank has more respect for his players than he does his coaches. Well said. You're no, right. that's true. And Bill O'Brien is also coming off as a arrogant – selfish coach and does not care about his players. So, and Dan Quinn and Arthur Blank actually care about their players. So, we'll see. Well, let's not forget they, they got uh, a washed-up Randall Cobb. You know, that's going to help them a lot. Yep, <laughs> they traded, they got rid of Hopkins and added Cobb. What do you think is going to happen with uh, Devontae Freeman? you think that would be an interesting pick up here if he came here? I don't know. I don't know. That's interesting. I want to Devontae, I think, can still... Though. Yeah, I don't know the draft running back, I agree, because Fournette's gone in a year probably because I don't think we're picking up his option. So he'll be gone in a year, so we're going to need a running back. I wouldn't mind someone in the second or third round. Hmm. Like, uh, I'm trying to think, like a J.K. Dobbins or Cam a Cam Akers from Florida State. So we'll see. I mean, there's running backs out there just going to be later on in the draft. I think we go all in on that Wisconsin back in the ninth pick. Jonathan, Ta- there is no way in hell the Jags are drafting Jonathan Taylor at the nine pick. No, I think I think I I would I I think they're gonna try to pull some tricks. I I'm not sure what for or who for, but I think they're obviously trying to make some moves on draft day. I, my favorite player in this year's draft, uh, well, a couple of players I guess is Isaiah Simmons and then Okuda. So yeah, I don't know good players though. Well, 
I don't know if we will get Isaiah Simmons, but I guess we can go straight into the free agency pickups that the Jags just did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I think – yeah, go ahead, Keith. Oh, okay. Well, with we've had quite a shakeup, that's for sure. I mean, for being very quiet in the beginning, the Jags have actually woken up, it seems. I mean, would you – who would you say would be the best one that we've added – of the group so far. I mean, obviously it's still early, but do you think it's Joe Schobert? Do you think it's uh, yes. Rodney Gunter? Do you think it's yeah. Joe Schobert? Yeah. Okay. Easy. <laughs> Coming in back Much- as a, as a middle linebacker, forcing um, Miles Jack to the outside. I think Which that's is what it should have been so done. much. Yep. I think our linebackers now became a strength because now we put miles back at his in natural his position. And, well, it's still – I mean, you need one more linebacker, but I think it's no longer the biggest weakness on the team. Yeah. Um, putting Miles back outside helps him and helps the defense. And you want an athletic linebacker outside, and that's who Miles Jack is. And you also get a linebacker who – granted, he was in Cleveland, but he was also a pro bowler for Cleveland two years ago. So he definitely he knows still, how to play. Yeah, he faced Lamar Jackson twice a year there. Yeah, so he can play. He's not bad. Um, I do like him in our scheme. Yeah, he's he, 28 years old. I mean, he's in his, he's in his I, know what say, I guess you say probably his late prime. But I think, and you know Jacksonville loves them some white middle linebackers. I, I was thinking that too, yeah. But uh, I, I like I like Schobert. I think he can be a really good pickup. And it's only a guaranteed about two-year deal, and then they can cut him and then lose like maybe $3 million. It's a five-year deal I saw, so they're looking short-term deal with backloaded contracts, I think, for at least that position, for Schobert. And I like the Darquez Denard pick. I actually liked him coming out of Michigan State. I know he went to Cincinnati, and he got cut. Now he's going to be our number two corner behind – what's his name? Hayden. Um, no, Hayden's the slot. Who is the – Oh, you're talking – uh... oh, Who is the other corner? Can I remember his name? He played really well for us. That's I'm how really, good he was. They didn't talk I about I am him blanking now. out. I am blanking out on his name. Uh, I cannot remember. Oh, I know. I know what he uh, – Trey Herndon. Trey, Trey Herndon. Thank Trey you. Herndon. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Skyler. Yeah. So, I think Trey Herndon is going to be the one as of now, which is not a great one. Don't get me wrong. And then you got Denard at two, and then you got Hayden at three, which is Hayden's comfortable spot. Hayden's a good nickel corner. So, we'll see. I mean, I still think corners in need. Linebacker is not as big a need anymore, in my opinion. And then you got to attack. You got to address the D line somehow, some way, when, where, I don't know, because I've seen the D tackles get picked up free agency left and right, and these are all players uh, that like Gunter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gunter. I saw that. Um, actually, who was it? He plays a lot like Calais Campbell, from what I saw. Uh, yeah. Just articles about it. He plays interior D line. Yep, a little shorter, a little slimmer. He's still three hundred over 300 pounds, but he plays a D-line, D-N. He plays exactly how Calais plays. I just don't know if he's as big of a run-stopper as Calais would have, was here in Jacksonville. Do you think they try to get Marcel Darius back here? I, I mean, he's an option. If it comes down to it, I wouldn't mind him back. But I think that ship's probably sailed because of some off-field issues with their wolf. That's fair. What about things that have happened not from new players but from te- players on the team? Do you like what? What's the like the bringing back of Tyler Shatley? Do you like getting rid of Jeff Swain the best? 
Do you feel the second round tender is fair for Keelan Cole? Um, exclusive right tender on Austin Calitro. Like, what what are those? Any of those like stick out to you? Or are those just kind of like okay, the run of the mill kind of things? Skyler, either of you. Don't worry. Uh, I, I mean, I think they're just doing what they need to with what they have at this point. They're just obviously still trying to clear cap space and get picks and stuff. I mean, the one thing, one player on the team we're going to keep an eye out for is Jan, obviously, just see where he goes and what value we get out of that. Recent rumors that I've seen on Twitter, you know, report that, like, we might get, like, a first-round pick for next year, but that'd be pretty insane if we were able to come up with that. Um, I mean, the dude has never le- uh, averaged less than eight sacks a year. He, yeah. He's worthy of it. Yeah, so I mean, it it'll be interesting to keep an eye on that. Uh, other than that move, I think getting rid of, rid of Poles just uh, I think makes the locker room a little bit more alleviated. I guess I don't know or relaxed in terms of they're not all just angry in general. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, obviously. Some people voice their, like, oh, you know, I'm going to miss him, which is natural. Of course you're going to miss him. I mean, if he was helpful in you in any way, which he seemed to be, I believe it was with Keelan Cole had a nice post about him. But... I think Chark. It was DJ Chark. Or was it Chark? It was yeah. Chark. Okay. Yeah. Chark had a nice post about him. But now we know Gardner Minshew is going to be our guy, and we can at least move forward in that department. I mean – Unless something drastic happens, which I don't think will, we've got a quarterback, and that's one less thing to worry about, which is pretty important for this team. Now, one thing I do want to touch on, just I know you brought up the of the moves that were pluses for the Jags, like they got rid of Swain, they got rid of uh, who was it? They re-signed Shatley, the tender. I think the biggest move will be cutting Swain because that by itself is saving four and a half million dollars in cap space, which they desperately need right now. Mm-hmm. And also yeah, and still got O'Shaughnessy with the club, club and Josh Oliver, if he, you know, is healthy. I still think we should go after a tight end in some capacity, but I mean, at least you have two people that are, that are fine. And I believe saving that four million will be nice in the long run and not even that we still have one more cut we need to make i don't know why we have not made it yet and his name is marquise lee i don't know why we still have him on the roster he is literally the worst one of the worst receiver i've seen he can't stay healthy he drops everything um i'm not a fan of marquise lee never was are you sure what do you mean am i sure i don't know you don't sound too confident that (laughs) you're not a fan i'm definitely not a fan of marquise lee I think he loves him. Oh, yeah, definitely. Absolutely cannot wish he stays on the roster for more than another hour. See, I cannot get rid of him. I. He's like, uh, who is – I forgot which offensive coordinator it was when we had – when, obviously, we've had so many in the last four years. Was it Greg Olson? Maybe it was Greg Olson. The albino tiger comment. Yeah. That The fact that he – that your offensive coordinator – I feel like it was either you, him or Jed Fish. It was one of them. I don't know who it was, but the fact that your <laughs> offensive coordinator is calling you an albino tiger – which means you only show up when you want to, and they rarely come up is pretty bad. Like, you can't stay healthy. So, but yeah, remember, do you remember how many receptions he had last year? I think like five. Three. Three. Oh, well, it was close enough. 
three for 18 yards. His longest was eight yards. Granted, he did tear his ACL. Tennessee game. Yeah, no, he only played in six games, but yeah, still, but still, there's no point. We're paying him. We're paying him nine and a half million dollars to catch three balls. Um, that that's absolutely ridiculous. You can throw me out there. I'll catch three catches and then get hurt. I don't care. Yeah, yeah Mike loves catching balls. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Tyler. No, I was just no, say no, don't, 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 don't even. Oh, well, in the five years that he's been here, I mean, he's only had one season where he's uh, started more than 10 games, and that was in 2017. I mean, he's played 13, 10, 16, 14, and six games. But, I mean, he's only had one full, full season. And that's that's not what you're looking for for a, a big-time wide receiver, which he's not. So, I wouldn't be sad if we let him go. I mean... I think you target... Yeah, I think you target receiver in the draft. There's a lot. There's a lot of... Oh, yeah, this this draft class is loaded with receivers. Yeah, so we can really come away with some weapons for Gardner or whoever we decide to – if we're awful this year, we'll have some weapons for Trevor Lawrence next year. Yeah, well, that's basically free agency right there. And the Jags, um, what about the draft? Since you kind of hinted at it right there, anybody that's hot on your list or anybody that we need to be need to know more about, what do you guys want to talk about with the draft? Well, I think there's more players that I need to know more about first off. But, okay, everyone based off position, like we just briefly spoke about, I know there's a ton of receivers in there. Uh, some cornerbacks would be nice, but I we're going to need some defensive tackle. So I think the Auburn defensive tackle would be a great pickup, regardless of who we pick up, who else we pick up through free agency and, and whatnot. But, so I mean, then we got that late round first pick, first round pick as well to get a receiver. So we get a tackle and a receiver, and I think I'd be happy with that. Now, what one you, one person I would like. So since we picked up Joe Sherbert, I think that does eliminate Isaiah Simmons from being an option for the Jags. I wish we can still. Pro- I want. I wonder if we can still get him, but it'd be a lot of money invested in the linebacker room. I just don't personally see that happening. One player I do want to keep an eye on in terms of the draft are the corners because you've got Jeff Akuda from Ohio State who's projected to be a top-five pick, but who knows if he falls because of all the um, coronavirus stuff, pro days, all that's going to be canceled. So I don't know what's going on. I don't think he'll fall, I th- and I don't know if he'll get past it, Detroit, so I think we would have to trade up for him. Yeah, that's, I think that's after I do like after well. they traded away Darius Slay, I don't think that they're going to pass up on Jeff Akuda. Jeff Akuda is going to be a stud, I believe, in the NFL. I'm trying to look up the big so, board right now, trying to see who is. Yeah, pick four. I think Detroit's five, and then Miami might be third or something. No, it was Cincinnati, Washington, the Lions – I don't know who has the four oh. pick. Five is Miami. I know that. Six is the Chargers. Seven is the. I want to say the uh, Bengals. No, I'm sorry, Browns. No, Browns are after no, us. Panthers. Panthers are seven. Okay. Panthers, Cardinals, eight. Oh, who's nine. four? 
Or is Giants. Oh, Giants. Okay, they're not going to draft those. Mm. Anyway, yeah. but... Bengals, Redskins, Lions, Giants, Dolphins, Chargers, Panthers, Cardinals, Jacks. Gotcha. Okay, so some players I'm watching, at least. Jeff Okuda, hopefully he falls. Maybe the Jags do trade up in the draft to get him. They've got the ammunition now uh, to trade up. Yeah, we have to trade Washington. I don't think Washington really needs anyone at number two. They're going to take they Chase Young. But, I mean, I, what I'm seeing right now from the players I'm watching, who I would love to see in Jacksonville, Jeff Okuda. I wouldn't mind Jerry Judy giving me another receiver. You can never have too much too many receivers. Yep. Like you said, Derek Brown, the guy from Auburn. Caleb Vaughn, Chase on is someone who I'm looking interested in. He's from LSU. And someone I'm, I'm just throwing a name out there to watch out for later in the draft, not now, not 9 or 20, not in the first round. But – AJ Terrell is someone who I'm very interested in in Clemson. He may be there at 20. He may not be. The corner from Clemson, yeah, right? Yeah, corner from Clemson. If he falls to us in the second round, do we? I mean, that's we're like in the 39 range, I think. 39, 40 range. Or no, I don't know what pick we are. But if he falls to us, we got to jump on him. I think it's 42. 42. Yeah, he's someone I'm really interested in. Same with Christian Fulton from LSU. He did get burned in the national championship game. But I do think Christian Fulton is going to be a good corner in the draft and a good corner prospect. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, that's fair. Um, I, I agree with uh, AJ. He is super, super athletic. And he had a, plenty of starting experience in college football. So, like, I'm okay with him. Um, the one mock draft I saw with our nine pick, we drafted uh, – Offensive tackle Mecky Beckton, Mech- I think Mechie, Bo- Beckton, yeah. He's from Louisville. Yeah, from Louisville. Yeah, he's a left tackle. I mean, I would see if we want to move Cam Robinson or not. I don't know. There's a lot to go through with the draft. I'm sure we'll do another episode before then, and we can talk more about that. But it's a shame because this next segment should be talking about March Madness and how excited we are, but... Alas, we don't have that to look forward to as well as... Now we have literal madness. We have literal madness. That is a perfect way to put it. I mean, I went on ESPN.com earlier and I looked at the top line, usually looking to see some scores. I mean, shoot, I'd even look to see if I could see some cricket scores right now, but it's literally empty. It's just nothing up there. Just coronavirus. You see the NHL, is, uh, they're doing like live stream of games, like of like actual NHL Night, uh, NHL 20 gameplays like they're still doing the actual matchups that they were supposed to be having this evening but they're just live streaming it via video game yeah and I think that's a really fun to wait a way to keep the fans involved I don't know if you saw Skyler but now they did well. the, the race on Sunday on uh, iRacing I heard that was really entertaining they had a lot of viewers on that on I believe it was on Twitch but you got to keep the people engaged right now. We're all sitting here twiddling our thumbs, waiting to see if, you know, the purge siren's going to go off or are we just going to sit here and do nothing. Yeah. I mean, Speaking of the purge, do you guys see the, the video of someone driving their car and playing the purge music yeah. or the purge song? I'm like, oh, my God, the siren. I'm like, that is so I literally excessive. Just thought of that. That's why I said it. That's so excessive. I'm like, geez. But, I mean, with people testing positive right and left, we sit here and we social distance ourselves and we keep to ourselves. What are y'all doing to bide the time? Nothing different, really. 
Are you kidding me? I, you're still, I mean, you're I still like... working, Skyler, right? And you guys, yeah. yeah. Give us our uh, coastal indoor golf update. I forgot to introduce that at the beginning of the show, but go ahead. What's going on with coastal right now? You guys well, at, open? As of right now, yeah, we're we're open. It's by reservation only. Um, just to control the numbers, obviously, and obviously that can change with more reports next couple of days or whatever. But yeah, and. I mean that's that's all. Like if it if it gets to a point to where we can't provide fun for people, I think uh, my boss Brian and I were already talking about different ways we can do stuff just to provide you know different features and also talk about things that we can implement when things return to normalcy to make us a little bit better. Because uh, we were in the talks. Uh, we're I mean obviously nothing's canceled through Memorial Day, but Memorial Day would be our three-year mark, but we plan to have like a festival type of deal where um, pricing is not uh, settled yet or whatever. But you know, basically, you set pay a set amount and you get to play on the Sims all day. You get to eat food, um, and then if you pay like a couple extra more, you get some raffle tickets. You get uh, entry into the competitions for long drive and closest to the pin. Um, might have Justin James there, the world long drive guy. So you can try to hit, you can try to get your total drive past his carry number. Uh, <laughs> but basically, that was going to be a little bit, little carnival type of deal where people can come check us out, almost like a block party type of deal. We're going to try to get all the other shops in the plaza involved if we could, uh, just to see if they want to participate in anything. Definitely. That sounds um, awesome. Yeah. So that way, it just gives people a chance to kind of, get a feel for us too who haven't still haven't checked us out and want to just kind of you know not want to commit to a full hour but kind of still see what you get and obviously that's the busiest beach weekend that's going to be when the beaches open up and oh yeah the crowds are going to be crazy that day if (laughs) uh if the crowds are still numbered there yeah well i'm not gonna lie i still to this day when i see people in their golf attire or they look like they're about to hit the links. I ask them if they know about coastal indoor golf. A lot of people say they don't, so I feel good kind of educating them. Like uh, my new operator at the store that I'm working at now, he comes and wearing golf polos every day. And I've heard through the grapevine that he likes to golf. And I suggested coastal, and he was like, I've never even heard of that. I'm like, well, here you go. Let me educate you real quick. So I don't know. Maybe I should just become an unofficial spokesman and just go out there and try and draw up some business because – it's a great experience for all of you that haven't done it. I recommend it. You get to see Skyler and his beautiful self or Brian. I got a haircut too, so I'm not gross looking. <laughs> yeah, you all saw that video. That was caveman Skyler. I think yeah. got a little more refined Skyler now. I like the I like the new look. I think it'll look nice. Um, Mike, what are you doing to buy the time besides uh, working? From- I was going to say the only change I have is working from home, and it is absolutely chaotic. I don't know how people do this on a regular, but sometimes you got to do it. I guess I just have to adjust. Um, what I've been doing really is just checking. I mean, nothing's really changed for me other than just working from home and then rolling out of bed like two, three minutes before my shift starts and just going to walk over to my other room. And then log in from home. That's literally the only yeah, change. That's a pretty cool feeling, though. Huh? That's a pretty cool feeling. Yes and no, but like I'm one of the people that like to interact with people, so it's really weird not going into the office and saying good morning to people <laughs> and all that stuff. And then like also 
one thing that does, I guess, is help me at least with this new working from home stuff. I get to follow up on a lot of my real estate stuff. So it helps me a lot, makes things easier. But hmm. other than that, nothing's really changed. My house is a little bit more messier, but that's about it. Well, and I'm sitting over here. I'm still going to work. I mean, obviously, I have to do that. But when I get home, it's like I usually go over and hang out with Alyssa, go out, do something. But I found myself on my Xbox a lot more, which is not like me. I haven't done that in a long time. I finished Assassin's Creed Odyssey the other day. And now I don't know what to do with myself because that game was amazing. But I think, I mean, there's probably just going to be more of that, more movie watching. Um, I watched I Am Legend last night. How appropriate. And now we're just, we're just by the time. I saw Space Jam. Ooh, Space Jam. That's a good one. I should probably watch that again. It's on Netflix. We're going to have to do an episode where we talk about our favorite movies, sports movies, etc. Because we could talk a long time about that. Mm. But one, one thing before we go, though. Is it just me or with this whole situation? I know I promised not to really talk about it, but like, I feel like with the state we're in, especially if we have to be like quarantined, I feel like it should always be cloudy outside. Dark clouds. Yeah, the, the weather does not really help. Rain. The weather makes it feel like there's nothing wrong with the world. Ex- exactly. I feel like there should be just this dark gloom over the city, maybe almost a fog. But it's not or at least it's rain. sunny. It's like, bright. I got a sunburn today, and I'm just like, this isn't right. I, I feel like I shouldn't That's, be quarantined. Sunburn is so much worse than coronavirus. Okay, you don't know. I would not say that, but <laughs> it hurts. But I'm okay. It's just my neck. But I put some aloe on it. Already. I mean, it sucks that it's so it's so nice how like no one can really enjoy it. But I mean, that's the whole point. Got to deal with it. And just one thing, I want to let everyone know. I've got a few people that I know that work in these retail stores, especially Publix. They are absolutely slammed. Like I've never seen. Like my cousin works for Publix, and he tell he tells me it is worse than any hurricane out there. Like this is bad. Like in terms of, like they they're breaking N- nothing, yeah, nothing on shelves. There's no water. There's no bread. There's no paper towels. No cleaning supplies. Everything is wiped out. And he's telling me every day they're breaking a new record in terms of public sales. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous in how much people are buying stuff and go from there. Yeah, I feel you. I just got some toilet paper out of actual necessity the other day. And I had to get a coworker to buy it for me because I wasn't going to be able to get to the store in time. But yeah, like, it's, it's and if you do go to Publix, anyone listening, be nice to those employees because they are working their asses off trying to get everything in order for you guys to shop and stay at home as much as possible because that's something if we all stay at home it's a lot quicker we can get this taken care of quicker and hopefully no one gets contaminated or not contaminated that's a terrible word of saying it no one gets affected no one gets affected by this virus i feel like i should be wearing a hazmat suit i'm touching like green slime he's contaminated oh man but keith do you have anything else well no i'm good tyler all right. Well, I'll, I guess I'll wrap it up for us. Uh, you know, thanks for listening. Uh, from Keith, Mike, and I, uh, have a good night. Stay safe and wash your hands, you <laughs> filthy animals. Peace out, everyone.